And now, live from Oahu, Mike Taylor. Well, for the final time, live from Oahu. I hope you have a sound that says live from San Antonio. Because that's where I'll be next Sunday evening when we take these stages. Oh, that is this show. After the Rams game at 325, we'll go on next week around 635, 645. And we'll all be together in the same room again. And thank God we all need that. It's been a long five weeks here in the hellscape. But one last time here in the uh, darkened rooms of our studio here as we get ready for Cowboys Overreact. From the Pickleball Giant Studios is Sam Freese and DJ LG. I am here in the hellscape one last time and can't wait to fly home next week and can't wait for this game already next week, but we have to get into what went down today. Uh, and we could talk about next week too, because this is one of those games where Dallas was clearly better. Uh, Puma literally fell asleep and... This is one of those ones you just try to get out of as healthy as possible. Am I allowed to say that you were asleep? I just did. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I proving uh, proving that you don't need to watch the first half to know what happens at a post game show. Yeah, that was my first talking Good. point. A tradition unlike any other. Washington and Dallas in the noon window. That means uh, a first half nap. We're spoiled because we're cowboy fans, and so we and we cover the Cowboys, so we're used to Monday night and Sunday night and three thirty. It almost seems like they should never put Dallas on at noon because, but the NFL probably just feels like it has to, just to show that it's not totally biased, which it totally is pro Cowboys <laughs> and trying to put the, put them in all these prime time slots. But alas, we have the noon game, which for me, dude, just saying was a 7 a.m. kickoff. Oh God. 7 I forgot about that. Dude, it's uh it's 10 20 in the morning right here. <laughs> Yeah, Good I set Lord. my alarm for 5.30 uh, to make sure that I could get up, you know, do my morning chores, get the kids settled, take the dog out, you know, read some notes or whatever. And then get make sure the gear works and all that kind of stuff just to do my normal routine. The alarm went off at 5.30. I didn't roll out of bed till 6.30. So I had to scramble to make the 7 a.m. kickoff. Why were you asleep in the first half? I, I FaceTimed Puma earlier. And he was, he was, he was not good. Oh, Just I'm cat or, uh, Did we not go to bed till 5 a.m.? Uh, we did not go to bed. At, a, at all? I mean, cat naps in the first okay. half. And <laughs> nice. It was a big game. Well, get, I, we were gearing uh, was, up. Yeah, yeah. You were tailgating all night long. Well, let's get, let's get into this. And we can go any number of 25 ways. We'll probably go an hour or so. We'll see how it goes. I'm not saying I was bored by the game, although I don't blame Puma for being sleepy. Had he not gone to bed at, you know, at sunup, I think we all still would have been kind of trying to keep our eyes open to the second half, and then it got pretty good. And the Cowboys keep this game close, which they were shouldn't have, but they wound up kicking field goals and, for whatever reason, you look up and it's fifteen to ten after the four, going into the fourth quarter, and Washington had a, a chance to win the game. But in winning time, the defense steps up with monster plays. The quarterback makes clutch plays. The coaching staff calls the right plays, and the Cowboys dominate in the fourth quarter, 
and they win 25 to 10, the final score today. Jump on there and chat with us. You can jump on there and support our show. It's free to watch this show, free to donate to our channel, uh, free to come on here and chat on the right-hand side of the screen. Uh, but if you'd like to leave us a tip and help my travel funds and help Puma uh, his cigarette habit, we are always uh, delighted when you jump in here with a subscription and jump on with us and jump in there and shoot us a tip. Keep LG employed too in 2K22. You can go to uh, you can go to the super chat, which you know just give a little tip. You can go on there and we'll make sure we read all all the super chats get read guaranteed, no matter how bad or good the texts are. Or you can jump on to that buymeacoffee.com slash Mike Taylor show uh, and shoot us a tip there. So here we go. This was a dominant game, which Dallas did what it had to do and took shots at times, but other times got a a little bit conservative because they didn't want to get too cute knowing that they were way better than a really bad Washington team. And we see a masterful game plan put together by DQ. Dan Quinn, a future head coach in this league again. I just cannot, I cannot think of it. I can't think. Uh Uh-oh. You can't think of it so much that it just left you absolutely. Oh, oh, and there's a fall. There's a fall. I wondered. I oh 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 oh. I wondered uh, when we would. And that's be how bitten. you cure cancer. There it is, right there. I just Thank gave the cure to cancer. I found it. Did y'all get that? I just gave the cure to cancer. I I found it last night. I was going to tell you about it. We were Did all taking that? vigorous notes. Yeah. Did you miss what I said? <laughs> the Russians emailed me the cure to cancer. No, I was going to say. I can't think of a better um, week game plan put together by Dan Quinn. They bum-rushed Carson Wentz all night long. They hara- He couldn't pass. He could. He had no time. It's a passer's league, Puma. In this league, in order to win, you have to throw the ball, you have to protect the ball thrower, and you have to harass the ball thrower. And the Cowboys harassed the ball thrower all day long and just kicked their ass defensively. And by my count, Tampa Bay with the GOAT, just a little bit over a year of winning a Super Bowl, scored 19 points. Cincinnati, six months after going to a Super Bowl, scored 17. New York last week scored 16. And today, Washington scored 10. That, uh, that's a pretty good trajectory for the Dallas Cowboys defense. They've not given up more than 19 points in a game four weeks into the season. Dare I say, one month in, this is what we do. We overreact to the first month of the season every year. It's top five defense in the NFL. They're going to take to LA next week, at least for now. And I can't think of when's the last time they had a defense this good. Man, we, we were talking about it a little bit last season, where you know we were so shocked at how well the defense was performing, and then you know that same early season performance carried in or carried throughout the whole season. And you started seeing breakout performances from you know guys like Diggs and Parsons. Last year, we were asking that question. When's the last time Dallas has had a defense this good? And I mean, you go back to DeMarcus Ware. I mean, you go back to that era of, of Cowboys. You go, you go back to Yuck Yuck and the, you know, actually having a defense that you can rely on and, and win games based on, you know, not based on your offensive outbursts, but based on that mm-hmm. defense. And look, I mean, Cooper Rush again was exactly what he is. But it wasn't it wouldn't have mattered who was playing quarterback. It wouldn't have mattered like that defense 
is going to continue to win them games if it's Cooper Rush, if it's Dak, mm-hmm. no matter who it is. It's you know, we said it earlier in the week. I if the Cowboys hold a team under 20, I feel confident they're going to win that game. And I go into most of these games now thinking, I think the Dallas defense at worst is going to give up 21-24. And and with the efficiency of, you know, you talk about DQ's game plan, I think you have to go, you have to continue to give Kellen praise for the game planning he's putting together for these, you know, Dakless games that they're going through. I mean, Cooper Rush has been nothing short of efficient, and above above replacement i mean not not any it's what is it he's 670 yards now three touchdown three passing touchdowns four passing touchdowns in three games so i mean it's not like he's setting up for a pro bowl season or anything i mean again it's efficiency and it's winning by defense when's the last time we said that about the dallas cowboys been a minute and his two touchdown passes were beautiful CDs, the second one to CD Lamb, CD juked his guy out of his ass. Yeah. And so it, that so that was an easy touchdown, but it was still a beautiful throw, exactly where it needed to be. Had CD not juked that corner as bad, I think he still catches that ball because it was thrown in the perfect spot. The pass in the corner to Michael Gallup was a tremendous pass. But it's the NFL. You're supposed to be able to make those passes, but this guy has never played steady football since he's been in pro football, and he just continues to get better and better more efficient every week. And as you said, uh, what do you call it? The above, what's the baseball baseball phrase you just hit me with? Yeah, wins say? above replacement. Wins I above mean. replacement. Well, he's, it's four to nothing. Wins yeah. above replacement, whatever that means. He's four and oh. The first Cowboy ever to win all four of his first starts in the history of their franchise. That's such yeah. an absurd stat. That's <laughs> such an absurd stat. Forever. Or until it's done again, that will be held by Cooper Rush. I mean, that that's the equivalent of, I mean, would you, where does, where does the performance we're seeing from Cooper Rush rank in the lore of Cowboys backup quarterbacks? I mean, is this, is this the best performance? Well, Garrett had some clutch games back in the day in November when playoff games late were on in, the line. Late in late seasons, season. right. So at least since then, and it wasn't like they had a lot of good quarterback play for 10 years, you know, there for a while until Romo showed up. And, but then they never could figure out Romo's backup situation every time he would get hurt. And then Dak showed up out of nowhere and now they've figured out Dak's backup situation. So yeah, it's pretty unprecedented. It's probably the, probably the third time they've been playing. They've been playing since 1960. It's the third time they had a backup this good who had this stretch of games that because back in the day they would they would intertwine Craig Morton and Staubach when Staubach got back from military service he was rusty and needed time and so they kind of platooned it you remember if you go Mm -hmm. if you know your cowboy history which I know you do that was weird on Tom Landry here we are talking about Tom Landry's team just how far back we have to go now to compare to Cooper Rush what he's doing Tom had to always kind of manage those two it was not, they loved it. They were teammates. They had no animosity, but you know, they both wanted to play. And so Tom had to make sure he picked the right guy. And so it's, they had a super backup and they had Roger Staubach. And then Danny White had moments where he was a backup, you know, after Staubach and Danny was pretty good, but, but 
Never won four games in a row, obviously, because no one's ever done it in the history of their franchise. And he just gets better and better. I guess he told that Aaron Andrews before the game, he feels like this was what he was meant to do, is have success in the NFL. He's playing for a gig in the league next year. You know, and I've been waiting on him to have a horrible game to finally get exposed. It's one thing to have two or three good games out of the bullpen here and there. But can you sustain an entire season's worth of starts like this? Knowing that it's the NFL and you're going to have some bad days, you're going to have some days that are better than others. And he didn't have a very good start today. But damn, once again, he's been he's four no in the fourth quarter is what I want. I guess what I should say. He's he's won the fourth quarter four times. And what I mean by that is, his play's been perfect. Whether whether they're asking him to do a whole lot or not, Cooper's play has he's executed exactly what they've told him to do. And when they need beautiful passes, he delivers, man. And He's kicking ass, and it's great to see. And you know what? Here's the scenario. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna. I'm gonna predict this now. Because I, it looks like Dak wants to play next week. A report came down this morning that said that Dak was targeting next week the Rams game. He wants to play, but admittedly, Dak told Aaron Andrews last night that he still has a swelling in the hand. Did you see the? Were you asleep when they showed the? Up close shot, the still shot of Dak's hand on the sideline today. Pre-game. Yeah, I saw a screenshot of it. It's swollen, man. Right in this area here, right here between where the thumb connects to the to the pointer finger, right in here, it's fat. Looks like a looks like a looks like a ham looks like a, a pig foot. It's swollen. It's clearly swollen still. And he admitted that he's overdoing it in practice, and he needs to tone it down. So you watch. I'm you ready for the next big drama? Let's say he plays next week. And he's rusty and his hands sore, and they're going to play LA on the road. Cooper Rush may not be able to beat the Rams on the road next week. And I know the Rams don't play till tomorrow, but the Rams are still very good. And they'll probably beat a bad San Francisco team tomorrow night. So LA will be three and one. They'll build this game all week. Micah Parsons versus Aaron Donald, who will have the better game. And it's a game in which Dallas will probably be an underdog, no matter who starts. And watch, Dak will be rusty. Maybe he doesn't play awesome. Dallas loses to a good Rams team, and all y'all are going to be screaming to go back to Cooper Rush on Monday. God, it's going to make me insane. It's going to make me insane, too. Dak's only start was against Tampa Bay, for F's sake, and he was terrible, and he was terrible. Um, Watch, he'll play next week, and he'll suck. I almost think they should wait till Cooper Rush plays himself out of the position (laughs) just so they can avoid any controversy, at least while Dak still has swelling and stuff, but you know, Jerry told us last week, I won't, I want me a controversy. I'll walk my ass to New York if we, if I guarantee me a victory. So I'm just. Well, of course, exactly. You start bad mouthing Jerry and you're going to disappear from the face of the hellscape. And there we go. See, this is this is what we get for praising a backup quarterback too much, and that's how you cure lupus. I just gave you oh, cure lupus. Oh man, you you're all that running through the list. <laughs> no, that's it. That was the point. I'm 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 awaiting them to struggle. Dak is rusty. They lose a hard fart game, and everybody's bitching about Cooper Rush on Monday. Yeah, you know what sucks is every time I drop, I lose all my effing chats. That sucks. Can you see the chats on your end? Yeah. Because I lose them all on my screen when I when I get disconnected. LG, this is not my fault, right? Not uh, my I fault. I have no idea. That's uh, okay. I don't like it when you say you have no idea. Solar flares. 
lie to me and just say something ungullible, I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, so there's the scenario that I'm predicting, that they lose next week if Dak plays and he's rusty, and all of a sudden Monday everybody's, oh, clearly Cooper Rush is better for this team. Um, Can I mention Washington for a minute? Please. How God, I respect Ron Rivera. They've got decent players here and there. They've got some really shitty guys in their secondary. They got no receivers after Terry McLaurin. How did he think that Carson Wentz was going to be the guy for him? What are they doing? I hope they have an out on Wentz soon. Wentz is terrible. He has a cannon for an arm. You know, he, he's, he's Jay Cutler. He's Kyle Orton. He got here on his physical ability. He couldn't give two shits about being – he couldn't give two shits about matching his ability because he has physical ability, and he's terrible. I can't believe that they decided to roll with him. He is awful. Much Just less, awful. Much less gave up assets to bring in Carson Wentz. I mean, they chose yeah. Carson Wentz. And they're undisciplined. I think at one point early in the fourth quarter, what was it? What's that generic broadcaster we now have on Fox? Kevin Burkhart, is that right? Yes. Uh, he had said that uh, Washington at one point had 136 yards of penalties. That was early in the fourth. They're Jeez. asshole bad, and they're screwing up my. They're screwing up. You know, my Taylor, my 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 Nostra Taylor Domus. You know what I told you in the off season all summer, and you laughed at me. This division is better. Washington's screwing me on that though. They're pissing me off. They should be better than that. You see though, he said, you know what the Eagles' record is right now. Four and zero. How about those? How about those? Those those New York Giants, three and one, only lost to the Cowboys. Cowboys are three and one. Washington's not holding up its end of the bargain, and frankly, they don't deserve they don't deserve success with the scumbags that run that organization. You know, um, but man, I was right, and I they were saying Burkhart and what's his face, Greg Olson were like, who could have who who possibly could have thought the NFC East would be improved this year? Me. I said that this is the show of the football talking some bitches right here when we have connection. So yeah, when, when there's stable connection. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're Check still it. the Durham bulls. Sure. I can't help who I play for. This is who I got drafted by. I'm just, I'm trying to hit home runs and, and do my, do my job. What do you think <laughs> about third leg, Greg? Third leg, Greg. Um, I think he calls a great game. I think he's very generic, though, with his delivery. Um, it reminds me of the was, way Moose calls a game. Like he generic, just like Moose Johnson. Yeah, exactly. And I love Moose, and I'm Same. biased because I'm biased. But yeah, I thought that too today. That was the name that I was thinking of because Puma and I are we're broadcaster nerds, so we always judge the game. The guys calling the games. I too thought he sounds like Moose, and this is like the third or fourth time I've had him on a cowboy game since they took over since he started doing games and yeah moose johnston but just a little bit more generic than moose he's he's the prototypical what fox wants in that booth yeah that's what i was about to say it's look exactly pretty, what fox wants look pretty have pretty hair look like a ken doll keep it generic call the right stuff fire off a few opinions but stay monotone while you do it and don't mention anything controversial and he's done a hell of a job burkhart I'm never going to get used to that dude. Joe Buck had character and flair. And Burkhart's Burkhart, he's like Greg Olson, just from a play-by-play -play standpoint. He's just in there. He's just calling the game generically and keeping it light. 
Ain't no, they ain't no RG three. That's for sure. Which, dude, did you see any of the TCU game yesterday? Not this. I'm not, I'll get back to Cowboys. Did you happen uh, to see any of the TCU game? I was just watching the score line. I didn't watch any of it. They had RG three, dude. I was I busted out laughing once a quarter with him. He's still wild, and they've not they've not tamed him at all. It's He's still throwing bit. down. He don't give bit. a shit. Even the play-by-play guy was even wilding out. I think he's having an influence on the generic play-by-play guy who also was stay, saying goofy stuff. And RG3 was awesome. That's what I want uh, in the booth, that guys that aren't generic. But it's Fox, and it's the, the NFL broadcast, and they have to protect it. So that's- Sean Payton's suit looks like it's trying to swallow him on this set. <laughs> like, look at does that. Does that not look weird? It looks like his shoulders Dude, are you're super a millionaire. Hunched. Yeah, like do Wear better a suit than that. that fits. And you're on national. T- don't they have suit? They should. Don't they get fitted? Well, people. They should have a tailor. Yeah, his. This guy should be told what to wear. His just doesn't quite sit the same way the rest of the guys <laughs> on that set. He was looking a little hunched and boxed. Yeah, I want to get back to my uh, my Dan Quinn, my Dan Quinn love. Here's a prime example that he has a badass system. So Jordan Lewis, who I can't even believe is still on the team. Dan Quinn is he gets blood out of the Jordan Lewis rock. Dan Quinn has saved Jordan Lewis's career. Jordan Lewis is not in the league, I don't think, and not for Dan Quinn showing up. But Lewis can't go today. And so they plug in this kid they drafted in the fifth round. Uh Deron Bland. And he I'm not saying he's Dion, but he had a solid game. And that was before the interception. I was going to mention Deron Bland. He hadn't played any defensive snaps yet. I think maybe he was on some special teams when he was active. So he had to play a lot today because of Lewis being out playing nickel corner and hell, he was, he was very good. not that it's very difficult to defend Washington, but it's a kid getting thrown out there, which just goes to show that what Quinn does works. He puts you in the right position to make plays. You give Dan Quinn talent and you, you, you have a Super Bowl caliber defense because he'll coach the shit out of everybody. Just wanted to make that quick point on this defense and Trayvon Diggs, best corner they've had since who? Terrence Dion. Newman. No, Dion, he's better than T-New. He is Another not. One, he was awesome today, man. Another pick, three or four batted balls, and that he was lined up one-on-one with Terry McLaurin all day. He owned Terry McLaurin. He's gotten better at coverage, Puma. He's done a hell of a lot better job this year. He was feast or famine last year, and it's been feast but not quite famine. I mean, he, I'm not saying he can, he'll ever, ever be able to cover. He may not ever be able to cover as well as Terrence Newman, but the plays he makes, the timing of the big plays he makes cancels out the solid ho-hum play that T knew had. That's my, I that's, that's it. I, 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 that's it. If you believe that or not, I can't stop you, but that's my, that's my, that's my argument. Yeah. I think you're, no, I think you've stumbled in. I mean. Terrence Newman was never going to have the potential big playability of Diggs, but he was much more consistent play in, play out. I, I mean, yeah. if you're looking at the modern NFL, a guy like Diggs that is taking risks and and getting the ball back to your offense, that that's more important now in the league than a guy that's just going to, you know, be consistent, have pass deflections, but not be able to, uh, you know, not be able to finish the play like like Diggs can, and and be an absolute mm-hmm. difference maker. I mean, I talking about Deron Bland. That's a guy that they, you know, there was some buzz about him in training camp, and it 
you know, I kind of expected, I kind of expected Jordan Lewis's job to be under a bit more pressure. Uh, Probably after, was exactly. Yeah, and then you know to see him just step right in. If you have DQ, I I have faith in no matter who asked. Like, did you have any concern when you heard, "Oh wow, Jordan Lewis is going to be out"? No, no, they'll they'll be fine. Gave it no thought. I heard it. It was in one ear, in ear and out the ass. Didn't give it one thought. Well, um, I guess we should credit Al Harris too, the corner coach. Um, he's worked with Diggs. He's clearly working with those rookies. Um, and I don't want to overrate, overrate Al Harris because of what a badass he looks like. <laughs> I don't think any – there's not a cornerback's coach in football that gets pointed out more. There we and go there it is again. The point he's making, though, is one that we've made multiple times. Oh, what, what are we curing? What are we curing now? Yep, just dropped again. Oh, we're, we've he's uh he was on the verge of curing something so oh oh win the Super Bowl. Ah, that's, there that, it that's, is. that's that's the elixir to win. I just gave the game plan to win the Super Bowl, and that was it. Well, I'm glad you and DQ have that. You know, a name we haven't even mentioned yet. Good to see Mike Gallup back on the field. Really, really good to see Mike. He's Gallup. a pro. He runs, he runs the right routes and knows the system inside and out. And notice that 88 got loose. Pretty cool when you got some help on that other side over there. Not, and Noah Brown's been good. But when you add another guy with talent, CD, this is now, now CD has the chance to blow up and be that. I hate the phrase, but that number one that everybody says sure. he is. Now sure. he's got a chance to do that. It ain't about having one elite guy. Ask, ask Washington about having one elite guy and dog shit around him. Terry McLaurin has done nothing all year because he's got no help from the other side, no help in the slot, and he's an elite wide receiver. You got to have solid. I'd rather have three or four pros out there than one elite guy. You throw an elite guy out there with three or four other solid pros, then you're dominant. And CD kicked ass today, and it was great. To, and in one game, one quarter, Mike Gallup, Mike Gallup made all, all the difference in the world with CD Lamb. LG, what is going on? What do you think? Uh, I need the doctor. And I, I need uh, I need Mike Pereira in here. What What do you think's going on? Something on your end because we keep rolling while you're gone. So really, yeah. All right. Well, Fothermucker. Everything looks the same to me except you made me tweak my board before we went on today. Remember when you did that? Did that happen? That's that's not no no. No, nah, we're good. Okay, let's do the live spot while I can. I Shall we? All right. Uh, those boys are back in the Pickleball Giant Studios. I will be in the Pickleball Giant Studios with them next week. Uh, no more of this hanging out in this this room where it looks like I've been kidnapped by Hamas. I'll be back in the room next week uh, in the Pickleball Giant Studio. Pickleball Giant is the only pickleball-only store in San Antonio, Texas. They are right, right there off of 1604 uh, and Rogers Ranch. They have a full half court in there you can go in there and work on your game as puma and i did this summer we got to get back in there and play some more Definitely. we got to get back out we got to get back out on a full court and play and play the game again i got to get refreshed on the rules again i had a good time it's good exercise for a 48 year old man and if you are into pickleball which so many people are as it is all the data says it's the number one rising sport in the country this is the place in town that is exclusive with pickleball gear not some, some places have like a, 
a, a, a trash bin full of, you know, with a couple of things in there. Um, but not here. This is all the elite stuff, you know, affordable stuff, all the way to stuff. If you're trying to be a pro elite, elite pickleball giant, the only, uh, only pickleball gear, uh, in all of San Antonio, Texas. And I'll be back at the studio with them next week. All right. So thanks to everybody over at pickleball giant still waiting on some word from, um, from Quentin Bohanna. I jinxed him. No, I don't want to take blame on it. So we did a feature on Quentin Bohanna this week, how he's been a solid cowboy. They have, he's one of these good rotational guys at nose tackle. And he was caught on film this week by the Cowboys website, people, dallascowboys.com. And we played the audio on the radio show this week where he was going nuts, praising uh, Cooper Rush. They kept calling him Cooper Clutch, Cooper Clutch. And Bohanna went on this rant about how he's been using Cooper Clutch on Madden, playing Madden at home. And he's pissed because Cooper Cooper only has a 70 rating on Madden, which why would you give him anything more than a 70? But Bohanna was demanding that the people that run Madden redo his rating because clearly he's better than a 70, and they were all going ape shit about him, calling him uh, Cooper Clutch on the sideline. And that sucks to see him go down. Don't be blaming me. That ain't on me. But he went down today, and he was not he looked like a left shoulder. He was screaming in pain. He had either separation, busted clavicle, busted collarbone, something. He messed up his shoulder somehow, some way. And I, I'm waiting to hear how he is because he's a solid player in there, but they don't need to be losing him. They have depth, but they don't need to be losing him. I hope he didn't wreck the arm too badly. All right, so just to recap, Cowboys win today, 25-10. Cooper Rush was Cooper Rush. He ran the, play, he ran the game plan. He made plays. He didn't turn the ball over. Uh, he, he, he threw a pick, but there was a penalty that negated it. So it didn't count. And I don't know if that pick happens if the penalty doesn't happen or not, but whatever. So it didn't count. And he was solid again and very good and has been asked to go on there and drive the bus, but then make some plays when we need you to. And he's done it three weeks in a row. He did it against a Cincinnati team that was struggling at the time, but Cincinnati's a damn good football team. Look what the Bengals have done in the week, couple of weeks since they got beat by the Cowboys. He played a solid Giants team. That's well coached. That does not have a lot of talent that the Cowboys have more talent than, but he still outplayed them. And then today, a Washington team that just doesn't look like it's going to go anywhere but into the tank for now. And he went out there and didn't try to do too much and did exactly what he had to do. And I wouldn't want Roger Staubach to do too much when you're playing a shit team like this. Don't go out there and get cute and screw around with a team that you are a solid, more solid than. Cowboys have they have guys on their bench at, on defensive line that are better than a couple of the starters for Washington. So this is not a day to go out there. And, and now, now Kellen Moore did air it out a couple of times, but only when it only when they needed to, second and shorts, trying to catch Washington off guard, and Washington's not very good. That number three, Jackson, their corner is dog shit, and they picked on him all day, but they didn't go, get too cute. We didn't see the double reverse flea flicker, you know, Statue of Liberty B crap. Run the offense, take shots when you can, try to catch them off guard, but otherwise run the ball, run Zeke, run Pollard, throw some passes to Schultz, use your depth now that you've got it wide receiver with Mike Gallup back in the fold and get the job done. All right, let's read some, let's read some chats while we can. Uh, Edwards in here. I didn't even notice that Lewis wasn't there. Yeah, because this kid Bland came off the bench and did a solid job. You know, not like Lewis is a Pro Bowl guy. But I don't think, like I said, I stand by what I said. I'm not sure Lewis is in the league if not for Dan Quinn and that staff. They've gotten blood out of Lewis's rock. Lewis is a talented guy, but he's kind of he's still just a jag. 
Um, but the kid they drafted to the fifth round, Fresno State kid, good. Rebel T13, the great Brad Sham called Diggs the next Everson Walls. Okay, that's fine. And and then leave it to Brad, who's in his 70s, to roll with an Everson Walls reference. I'm cool with that. Diggs is clearly, and we can argue whether or not he's as good as they've had since Dion, but he's damn sure already become one of the top corners that they've ever had in a short amount of time. And I don't mind saying that here in his only his third year. It's the NFL. The average career is three years. Three years in, that's when I get. I, I think the third year is when you can really start to label guys, and he's still getting better. His trajectory is going up, man. Uh, Eric, thanks for the thanks for the donation, Eric. I'm trying to agree with you, but every time I contribute money, y'all get cut off. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Eric. My bad, homie. Oh man, sorry, Eric. Eric's a, Eric's a Washington fan. Love Rivera. Antonio Gibson's good. Uh, their tight end's good. They've got Terry McLaurin. They've got they've got sporadic talent on defense. That's a team that should be getting better and more competitive. But Carson Wentz is a loser. God Almighty, I don't know. I I need to look up his contract status with Washington. I just hope that they have an out with that guy. He's a suck. Cannon arm, tons of ability ability physically. Can't win. He's he's Jay Cutler. He's Kyle Orton. He's give me an, give me two or three other really talented cannon arm having quarterbacks who just for whatever reason just didn't make the plays. They didn't make plays. He's on his third damn team now. Third damn team. What else? Sam Cooper Clutch is a seventy nine rating on Madden. Oh, okay, seventy nine. Uh, Bohanna was saying 70, but they were on the bench shooting the shit. You know, you have to exaggerate a few things when you're making sports points. Still, though, he's better than 79, I think, for sure. All right, Eric, LG, every time I contribute 999, y'all get cut off the live chat. LG says he doesn't think it's related. That's good. So, hey, Lawrence. Hey, Mike. Where's Poomer? Right, sitting right next to me. Oh, is he back? Okay. I'm right here. Had to get a quick drink. Yeah. Had to to grab my water. Okay. Let's do a short one today. My body would appreciate that. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) You knew there was a noon game, right? You didn't know that? I forgot it was the noon kickoff. What were you thinking? 3.30? Yeah. That's 100% (laughs) what I was thinking. Do you need an Uber? No, I got the roommate. She <laughs> okay. drove because at eleven thirty she woke me up and she goes, "Are we going to LG's?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. Here in yeah. a couple hours, she was like, "Yeah." Shows the Cowboys play at noon today, and I was like, "Oh God, shit, shit!" All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> so Once yeah, again, maybe a we're short Cowboys fans. We're spoiled. These noon games are stupid, and it does interfere with your ability. It interferes with everybody's ability to go out and party. Bullshit. So let's see their schedule. Okay, so I know next week's 325. And then we got another damn noon game. No, no, no my bad. Oh, so we got, Sunday no, no, night. 1025 next week. And then on the 18th of October, Cowboys-Eagles, a Sunday night game. They don't have another noon game until the 23rd when Glenn Rose's own Dan Campbell and his fighting new uh, Detroit Lions come into town. All right, how about a quick scoreboard and we'll get out of here. It's been a, it's been a goofball day with the early start and 
Boom, I'm playing hurt, and I don't know what the hell's up with my system. This will be the last time I use the son of a bitch because I'll be back with you boys next week. Good Lord, look at that Seahawks game. 48-38 to 38, Seattle at the two-minute warning in the fourth quarter. 48-38. All I know about this game is uh, the official cornerback of the Taylor Show, Tariq Woolen, who we met, and I posted on Twitter me meeting him this year. Look what he's kicking ass. He's a rookie of the year candidate. Okay, so don't be giving me crap. He's having a hell of a good start. I don't know. I can't. I don't know how many yards they're giving up because hell, they've let Detroit score thirty-eight. But nonetheless, Tariq Woolen's a badass and had a pick six today. Uh, Cardinals and Panthers just underway. Other games today: the Vikings go into New Orleans and sneak past the Saints, twenty-eight to twenty-five. And again, listen to all these scores. It's just the NFL parody. So yeah, yeah, Nothing yeah. But parody. Vikings win by three. Falcons beat the Browns by three. Titans beat the Colts by a touchdown. Giants beat the Bears by one touchdown. Eagles beat the Jaguars by one touchdown. Jets beat the Steelers by four. Good Lord, the Steelers are, are, are in trouble. The Bills beat the Ravens by three. The Texans the Texans and Washington are the only two teams so far today with 95% of the games over that have lost by more than a touchdown. NFL, man. NFL. Exactly right. as they planned it. That's right. Communist, this is, this is your social utopia, the NFL. That's how you like to see. Everybody's the same. Uh, Galen's in here. Galan, Donato, five bucks. Thank you, homie. Bye. Ah, it literally is every time he. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Every time he goes to do a, a comment. Uh, <laughs> oh, Harry, I'll let him read it. Uh, seems like this one is related Don't to his. Don't blame me. I voted for the Libertarian. Don't blame me. All I right. was reading a funny joke. Here's the comment right there. Okay. go. Oh, Mike Taylor cleans between his toes with his finger and sniffs it like the rest of us, a man of the people. Bet your ass. Everybody likes their own brand. <laughs> right. You got to check your own Why pick it with must. your finger if you're not going to smell it? Otherwise, just go wipe it with the tissue, you know? So you got to know what you're dealing with. Yes, sir. All right. That's it. We're gonna we're gonna cruise on. That's been forty minutes. I think we're fine, right? That's just. Well, what else do you 40, say? Cowboys like, beat a terrible, a bad, bad Washington team. Yes, sir. Cooper Rush continued to do exactly what we've seen in the last yes, two sir. games. Yeah. The the defense is legit. Yep. The offense is getting healthier. It was good to see Connor McGovern back out there. It was good to see Mike Gallup back out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not much to talk about here. Cal- Dallas did what they had to do. They got out of I got nervous when Micah went down there for a minute but they did what they yep. got they did what they had to do they took care of business won by double digits and got out of here relatively healthy right on to LA that's it I gave the cure for diabetes and y'all missed it today it was going to be we were going to go viral maybe but next the time. machine wouldn't let maybe next time all right uh tuesday we're going to be back with mike taylor live hopefully what happened today won't happen again because craig way's coming on tuesday and i'm looking very forward to having craig on it'll be fun next next cowboys overreact will be a week from next a week from today next sunday night we'll all three be in the pickleball giant studios oh. and, and anything that goes bad won't be my fault, and that's the best part about that. All right, thank you to DJLG and everybody that viewed it and chatted in it. Thank you to Puma. Get some sleep. Get some rest. Bring some Pedialyte. Headed that way. 
All right, you boys be good. We'll holler at you. I'll see you on the radio manana on iHeart. We'll do Mike Taylor Live Tuesday night. It's our next LoveYouHardTV.com extravaganza. Love y'all hard. Go Cowboys. 3-1, and one, baby. Got to chase the damn Eagles. Won't stop losing. Otherwise, rolling. 3-1, and one, I'll take it with a backup quarterback. See y'all next week. Love you hard. Overreact is brought to you by Pickleball Giants.